So, you really want to know what women do, say and think the way that we do, huh? Well, fasten your seatbelts and let's get... She said what? Started with your host, Alan Newman Jr. Good evening, good evening, happy Wednesday, happy hump day. Thank you for tuning in this evening to She Said What. Of course, you know I'm your host, Alan M. Newman, Jr. And in case you're wondering what you tune into or if you're listening to a replay of today's episode, it's to talk about the gearing to help bridge the gap in communication between men and women. So this platform is for our female guests to come in and tell us how it really is, raw and rugged from their perspective. Of course, you know every week has been a blast. Of course, if you want to call in to give your opinion or ask a question, you can dial 515-602-9647 and press the number 1. Also, just to remind everybody, we are currently running a promo special on ads and commercials through the month of October. You can inquire on more information by sending your email to ads at hesaidwhatnetwork.com. You can also subscribe to our, new, um, new, our YouTube channel by searching He Said What Network. Also, you can follow us on Instagram at He Said What Network, and you can follow me on Instagram as well, Newman underscore Junior underscore 2.0. And today's topic is going to be interesting. We are talking about bridging the gap in communication. I'm looking forward to the dialogue that um, we are going to have on today. Um, and without further ado, I have my lovely, lovely guest, as you have grown to love her, Bree. Bree, how are you doing on today? Looking forward to this conversation we are going to have. I am doing. Uh oh. Hold on. Yes, ma'am. I think we just kind of ran into technical difficulties real quick, everybody. But um, while I'm waiting for Bree to get back on, this is going to be an interesting conversation just for the simple fact when it comes to communication between men and women, there always seems to be a little break in it. Um, I always like to say that men are from Mars and women are um, from Venus. Um, and our perspectives on questions and communication is definitely on two different spectrums. Um, a lot of times we tend to listen to what we want to hear and not pay attention to what the other person is saying. Um, so I'm definitely looking forward to getting that perspective from Bree. As you know, she gives it real, she gives it rugged. So it's going to be interesting hearing her answer some of these questions <laughs> and create the dialogue in regards yeah. to that. I, so, I so how I are you to, doing, Bree? I had to switch rooms. <laughs> oh, it's good man. to have you today. Of course, you yes, know, our, the last you. couple of weeks, our topics have been fired, so it's good to have you here. I already know the men already know Bree's going to give it real um, and rugged, so I'm interested because you're a big advocate <laughs> on talking about communication, so I know this is going to be one up your alley. So we're yeah. going to start it off like this. Do you truly believe that there is a gap between us uh, men and women when it comes to communication, or do we just pick and choose what we want to listen to? Okay, damn, this mm. is hard because that's what I was going to say, but, uh, yeah, I do. I do believe that there is a gap in um, communication between men and women um, for multiple reasons, but uh, one of the main reasons, as you said, we pick and choose what we want to hear, 
Now, I know I'm usually going in on the ladies on this one, but uh-oh, okay. The men, you guys will definitely tune out what women are saying if she's not saying what you want to hear. If it sounds like she's speaking through emotion, you tune her out and just say she's being either overly sensitive or she's overreacting. I feel like you guys just neglect the whole emotional side of a woman when it comes to communication. So, yeah, you guys are guilty for that. But then at the same time, women women are guilty as well for, I'm going to say, primarily speaking through their emotions. Um, if you want to get mm-hmm. something through to a man, you have to think logically. And trying to talk and get your point across when you're upset is just not going to work. So that's my answer. Mm-hmm. Interesting, interesting perspective. Um, fellas, she kind of came in on us. Um, I guess we'll have to revisit that one later because I got pro- I got to process. I got to process that response from you, Bree. Hey. Um, yeah, I'm used to you coming. I'm used to you coming for the bro- for the sisters. This is the first thing you come for the brothers in regards to it. Now, I do feel like when it comes to our communication, I think how we have been raised also affects that because. And for those who are listening, I can only come from a standpoint of because I had my father in, in the house with me growing up. So I know everyone mm-hmm. is different. But I, I mm-hmm. do know growing up, my dad used to always talk about how you would never hear a word from his father in the house. You, if you didn't know any better, you thought our grandmother ran the house because he didn't say mm-hmm. anything. And it was the opposite was my dad. My dad wanted to make sure anything that needed to be communicated either towards me, my mom, or my sister, Everyone knew there was no stones left unturned. You understood unequivocally where he was coming from. You knew his perspective. He gave it to you. That's how he kind of raised us to deal with it. Now, right. do you believe when it, when it comes to relationships and how men process and women process communication, do you think it plays a part, though, on how your family dynamic introduces that to you? And I know it's kind of oh. tough because you have a lot of, lot of men who are raised in single households where their mom has the main voice. So can that play a part in it? Because a lot of men are quick to say, well, women, especially when it comes to our sisters, which I feel like is not fair, they're quick to say black women are aggressive in communication or, like you said, sometimes they use their emotions too much. And then Uh if you don't have that male figure in there to show you this is how you process, this is how you communicate, does that affect how we regulate communication in the dating game? Okay, so you're just going to throw all the meat and potatoes. Yeah, I, I, yeah I, do. I, I, I threw the whole kitchen sink at you, my bad. <laughs> right? Okay, so it does it does make a difference um, on how you was raised and the dynamics within the household. Now, here is the tricky thing because a lot of the times we look at, oh, the black woman is raised in a household without a father figure, so she doesn't. She has mm-hmm. masculine energy. Well, guess what? Mm-hmm. I was raised in a household with a father figure, and I was mm-hmm. a tomboy. Like, my father Bingo. made I'm sure glad that. that I had this masculine energy. That way, can't nobody take advantage of me when he's not around. I can hold my ground. Because mm-hmm. he knew. Mm-hmm. He knew what kind of guys were going to be out there. And... That's that's something that men don't seem to understand or digest is that just because a woman has masculine energy doesn't mean that her father was not around. Because now you have men, even nowadays, who are raising their daughters 
to, to not take no bullshit whatsoever from a guy. Bingo. Bingo. The same way that someone like myself are raised. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we're not going to lay down and, and play dead and allow somebody to walk all over us. But at the same time, we have to know how to create that balance. So ladies mm-hmm. who are out there who have masculine energy, first of all, I honestly don't feel like there's anything wrong with having masculine energy because that could also be a form of a defense mechanism. Like mm-hmm. if you have someone who is just super naive, super pretty and pink, and someone approaches her, she's not going to know how to defend herself per se. She's going to look for someone mm-hmm. to save her. But now if you've got the masculine energy and you know how to channel it, like um, uh, what is it? What's the, the cartoons? um Dragon Ball Z and all of that, right? You're going to hop into a Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, yeah, I got you. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So it's it's all about how you handle it, how you use it. Now, if you're using masculine energy against your guy, then yes, that's a problem. Like when you're with your guy, Mm. there's no need to have that masculine energy. You are his damsel in distress. He is supposed mm-hmm. to be the, the man, the, the protector. He does not need mm-hmm. you to protect him in that form. So, yes, to answer your question, it does depend on how you are raised and the energy in that household. Okay. Uh, so then for you, Bree, have you ever been in a relationship where you had to let your significant other know they're not communicating properly, and how did that go? Mm. So I was not the best communicator. Um, And I know people like that. Honesty is the best policy. Honesty is the best policy. I was not the best communicator. I was such a savage with it where if I didn't like what you said, you got no closure from me, you got no response, I just straight block you and delete you. Like that's just what it is. And I had to learn in growing, and I'm talking about within the past three to four years, that that's not the Mm -hmm. best policy. You have to give people closure. You have to communicate what it is because there's a chance that either you can be misreading or misunderstanding or they just don't know. They're not aware, and you're not giving them the opportunity to fix it or make things better. So. In my past relationships, I wasn't the best with communicating, but one thing that I did know was, well, I'm not going to let somebody walk all over me. So and, and mm-hmm. if someone shows me that they're stuck in their ways and, and there's no compromising with them, I'm not sticking around for it. So I did have one relationship where the communication was weird. Like, it was weird mm-hmm. to the extent where I'm doing things you know, being soft and pink, I'm twerking in his shirt right in front of him, twerk, twerk, twerk. And he's like, what are you doing? What, what are you doing? Oh, You're wow. classier than that. You're better than that. And I'm like, what? Oh, huh? okay. Yes. So that was one thing. And then the other thing was he had an issue with me knowing the lyrics to Nuck a Few Buck. And anyone who knows me, I'm not, I'm not a crack queen. <laughs> But I think anybody knows <laughs> Nuck a Few Buck if you ever been to any club. You're going to learn it. Okay? Exactly. Exactly. He had an issue with me knowing the lyrics. So to myself, I had the conversation with him like, hey, you know, I feel like 
what you like is what you like. You're stuck in your ways, and I refuse to allow someone to change me and mold me to who they want me to be. So with that being said, mm-hmm. I'm going to bow out now. I wish you the best, and good luck. And that was my form of communicating and being transparent and not worrying about how is he going to feel, what is he going to think, am I hurting him. I, I had no time for that. But I was at least transparent with him. So that was my way of communicating how I felt with someone without taking the coward way and just blocking and keeping it moving. Okay. So then, okay, since you, you already admitted that you were the one that was quick to block and delete people and go about your business, what made you change that mindset? Did you just realize, hey, for future um, relationships and opportunities, I need to change it? Do you feel like that was a toxic thing about you, or you just felt like this is how I am, but I do understand that I need to evolve from it? No. So my girlfriend pointed it out to me. It was like, yo, okay. you don't take no prisoners. Like, you don't give nobody a chance. Like, you you shouldn't be like that. Like, you really need to change your ways. And I'll say in particular, my, my big sis, Nicola, she told me, mm-hmm. you know, plenty of times, you don't need to be like that. You shouldn't be like that. Give somebody an opportunity. Talk to them. You know, think about what it is that you're going through before you just up and delete them or up and block them, because it could be something with you. And it took mm-hmm. a couple of sessions of me doing this to realize, yo, I am really the toxic one. Like, it's me. And it, I think it was more so a fear of rejection. Like, okay, let me do him mm-hmm. before he do me. It was, it was yeah. that that was going through my mind. And I had to get over that, really, like, really get over it and just try this whole Oh, let me be transparent. Let me communicate with someone. I had to give it a try, and it actually worked out. Okay, okay, good. Well, well, for those who are listening, you see Bree has kind of given her side of how she dealt with the way she communicated. Uh, for the gentlemen that are listening, if you want to call in, please dial 515-602-9647. For us to bring you on the air, press the number one. Or if you're listening, live stream us on He Said What. Um, on the He Said What Network, just type in your question or comment, and we'll read that across the air to you as well. Um, so then here's another one, um, Bree, when it comes to communication, when it comes to for the fellas when you're spitting game and you're trying to um, talk to a uh, young lady. Um, how, and you know this is a touchy subject. I think we talked about this a month ago or so about how we deal with rejection in communication. Mm. Um, how, have you ever had a, instance where you had to tell someone that you were not interested in, that you were not interested, and was it a struggle to get that point across, or oh. did they just accept it and move on? Oh, I already know you about to have some stories oh. with this one. <laughs> this was a bad. Okay. <laughs> so, before now, I was a little closed-minded and shallow. Um, I wasn't mm-hmm. attracted to bigger guys. I wasn't attracted to okay. guys who were not in shape. That just wasn't my thing. Like, I, I need you to be mm-hmm. in shape. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, well, let me just try something different. And this guy, you know, me and this guy started talking, just getting to know each other. And at that time, I was so mad. At that time, I was, like, on this whole vegetarian kick where I was, like, not eating no meat. And 
I started eating chicken wings because I kept going out with him. And I was like, okay, this is not going to work. But that's mm-hmm. not what, what caused it, right? His breath was mm-hmm. His breath was really, really, Ooh. really bad. And I was like, ain't no way in hell I'm going to be able to even entertain a relationship with this dude if he don't get his mouth worked on. When I tell you it stunk, I mean, and I'm not even trying to be mean or anything, it was one night he came and picked me up, and uh, he, I, I, every time I would, you know, meet with him, I would literally put a hose in my mouth and act like I had a cold so he wouldn't try to kiss me. And I would tell him, like, no, no, I don't want to give you my cold. And so one night he thought it was clever to pick me up, and his little thing was, I'm going to get her to kiss me. Every red light that he stopped at, he was going to kiss me. I let that happen, one red light, and I felt like I had shit in my mouth the whole night. So I was like, okay, listen, this isn't going to work. So I'm leading up to it. I was like saying to myself, yo, I have to tell him because if I don't tell him, he's going to think that everything's okay and it's not okay. You're in the healthcare business. You should be on top of your hygiene, sir. Oh, wow. I text him and um, he, you know, we were messaging back and forth and he said to me, he brought it up. He said, yeah, I noticed that you never want to kiss me. Why is that? And I was like, no. No, please. Like, oh, my God. Now I got to tell him. So I told him, I said, you know, well, every time that you tried, your breath has not been up to par. And mm-hmm. it was the hardest thing ever for me. He, he he was very offended. He didn't take it good at all. But I felt better. I felt better. And that was really <laughs> – I gave him an ultimatum in my head. Like, if you don't go and get your teeth cleaned by the next week, it's a done deal. And I told him that, and he still didn't go and get a seat clean. So I was like, hey, this is not going to work. Like, that's very important to me. Hygiene is very important on top of other stuff he had going on. But the hygiene was very important, and he just, yeah. So that was my way. Long story, make it short. Yeah, yeah. I was just traumatized all around. Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. That's, that's all bad. I took off the team, um, though. I was like, you know, fluffy grades are not bad at all. Oh, man. Whew. Well, so, fellas, uh, please make sure you have mentos, Tic Tacs, brush your teeth, scrub your tongue um, <laughs> before you take a young lady out um, yeah. for the night out, just just to save yourself some um, embarrassment. Um, wow, That's Bree, you, you would end up with that. You would end up with that story. Um, but yeah. I guess we can, we can commend you for your ability to communicate effectively what was the issue once it had to come to head. Um, now, another yeah, thing. Give you a round of applause. So yeah. another thing, then, yeah. since we're talking about um, bridging the gap in communication between men and women as a lifestyle, um, do you think it's, it's imperative to have good communication for a relationship to work? And when I say good communication, like, can you still have a process relationship and make it work with bad communication, or do you actually need good communication to make it work? And if so, why? If not, why not? I think we need communication, period, um, whether it's good mm-hmm. or bad, because if you have communication, that's a start. Um, 
Now, of course, having good communication is better than bad communication because that means that both parties understand its importance and they've probably practiced and executed it in their past. Um, And Mm -hmm. so it's, it's less effort that has to be put forward. But with bad communication, you know, it has a turnaround too because both parties, whether it's one person that's good and the other person's bad or both are bad, they're going to learn something about one another at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And with mm-hmm. progress, you know, there's there's success. There's, you know, being rewarded even verbally. Like your partner is now supporting you even more on this trail of growth, and they're commending you. They're proud of you. So now that's boosting your self-esteem. So I feel like either way you look at it, it's a win-win, whether you come into the game having good communication or whether you come in with straight problems, but you guys learn together. I think learning together is something that could make the bond or the connection even stronger. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, now, do you feel like if a person is not a good communicator, since it is true you need what is good or bad, but would you see it as a red flag or the potential of something that you can work on? And when I say work on, because sometimes people are scared that you get in a relationship and the person's going to try and change you to better fit mm-hmm. that person's style. Um, but do you look at it as a red flag if the person is not a good communicator, or would you try and find out why their communication skills are where they're at? Uh, well, I'm a fixer-upper, uh, unfortunately, naturally <laughs> at that. So I don't look at someone who doesn't know how to communicate as a red flag because I don't know what that person went through in life. And like I said, Mm-hmm. If you are dealing with people who are not getting closure or someone is not being honest and transparent and saying, hey, this is a problem, they're not going to know that they suck. Like, they're not going to have a way of, oh, well, maybe I should work on this. They're just going to think, hey, it's not me, it's them. Something wrong with these people. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So I feel like, you know, if I come across someone, which I have, I have, and and being able to share that and have that in common, like, hey, you know, my communication used to suck too, but look where I'm at now. I feel like I would encourage that person to, to dig deep and want to put forth the effort, and I would help them, and I would be a little bit more patient with them. But I would need them to be honest with me and themselves and identify with, hey, yeah, communication isn't my strong point, but at least I'm going to work on it. I think that's all that women want is someone who is at least willing to work on it, period. Okay, okay. I, I, I can agree with that. I can rock with that. Um, so, so then when we look at that, do you believe, now this should be a good one, do you believe women are better communicators or Oh, here you go. Men? <laughs> you know I had to be messy. I had to be messy and ask that question. Uh, are men good communicators or are women good communicators? Oh. Sorry, ladies. Matter of fact, I feel um, I feel like this is a good poll question as well. It really is. It really is. I feel like men are better communicators than women. Oh. Only because men hey, listen, info at simplybreed.com. I feel like men are better communicators because men think logically. They take the emotion Mm -hmm. out of it. 
They don't make irrational decisions based off of their emotions. They're not saying things being reckless based off of emotions. If they do, then you really, really, really push some buttons. You probably said something about his mother, his baby mother, or a, a dead family member. You probably said something like that in order to make the man reckless. Women, we're reckless out the mouth instantly. Like, we are in our heads trying to think of, what can I say to really hurt his damn feelings? Oh, that's why your penis small. That's why your sex is whack. That's why your baby mother's sleeping with your cousin. You know, we're going to think of stuff that's oh. growing in his face. And then wow. later on, we're going to circle back around, and we're going to apologize for what we said because we really didn't mean it. We were just upset. So men, I think when men speak in um, high-stressful situations, They've already mm-hmm. considered, they see the exit already. They, they see the exit, mm-hmm. and now they just need to get you on board. So they want to explain things. They're going to hope that you can comprehend. But women, we just want you to know why we feel how we feel. That's it. Mm-hmm. Ooh, okay. So, fellas, looks like we got one on our side on that one. Uh, she believes that men <laughs> are effective communicators. I, I'm pretty sure the women... The ladies, um, I'm going to keep my opinion to myself because I want well, y'all to be lovely. But... <laughs> I want them to call in. Uh, ladies, please call in. Let me know if I am wrong. If I am wrong, then I will definitely take that. Let me know, though, because <laughs> I don't want to be the only voice of reason. I feel like um, some people, there may be some women out there who are also logical thinkers, who are able to have that discussion with their dude and, and not come from an emotional point. So... Ladies, call in 515-602-9647 and press the number one. And, fellas, y'all call in, too, because I want to know what y'all got to say because, you know, I can't be the only one shooting darts at folks now. That's true, ladies. Definitely call in because I, I feel like that's always been a battle between men and women who is the more effective communicator. Um, for me personally, I always feel like it's probably split 50-50. That's dependent on how you mm-hmm. – Communicate, because not all women communicate the way most women are viewed, and not all men communicate the way we view um, men as well. So I, I tend to believe it is a 50-50 split. Um, but mm-hmm. I will say it, it kind of does lean towards men at times, because like you said, we're more critical thinkers. We'll sit there like, give me, give me the question, and I'll give you the answer to fix it, instead of going around the world with me in the conversation. Let me get to point A to point B so I can find the solution. So I can, I can get that. Right. I, I can rock with that. Um, mm. And before before we go to our 7.30 break, I have one last one for you, Bree, um, to kind of chew mm. on. Um, how do you handle individuals who have selective hearing when it comes to communication? Because you, you know we've all been it. You're in an argument or discussion, and you have said your side clear that everyone understands, and that particular individual you're dealing with is hearing everything but what you said. Mm-hmm. Amy, how, you find another way to communicate with them. Okay, what are working? Okay, so if that's not working, then, mm, I see. You mean nothing works? <laughs> nothing works. You 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 try okay, you so tried everything you do, in your okay. power. Okay, so then what you do? That's what you do, ladies. Okay, he don't want to listen to what you got to say. He don't hear you. It's in one ear. 
is out the other. So what you do is you wait until you get in the bedroom and you go ahead you and you climb on top. You sit down <laughs> and then you say, you know, so what I've been meaning to talk to you about is, <laughs> I mean, try that. I mean, really? I, everybody listening at that point because <laughs> even the dog listening. <laughs> But I, I, I feel like see. it's a very it's a it's a <laughs> I can't I feel like it's a very very real issue though because some people yeah. especially when you have selective hearing you are literally on only hearing the part that works for you and I think men and women can be accused of doing that you're literally only hearing you matter of fact you may answer hey babe can I go to the store and get this purse and he may say babe not right now at another time and she's just hearing her in her head. Yes, and you're just like, I never said none of that. I, I said, wait, and you still go and do yeah. what you wanted to do, and then it becomes a right. whole big issue, which I, which I know that can be a problem if you don't, as much as we say you need to communicate your wants, your needs, and make sure your partner understands it, but I feel like do we mm-hmm. truly be 100% honest when communicating our wants or needs or expectations? Because sometimes we're only going to communicate certain things that we believe our partner will agree with as in, so you don't rock the boat. And that could be problematic right. in some conversations. Ooh, because yeah, because mm-hmm. now you're, you're going to be holding in all of that animosity and how you truly feel against this person. Um, and, and hopefully when you let it out, it doesn't become physical, you know. But that's not, that's not exactly. healthy either because bottling how you feel just to make somebody else happy, it doesn't work that way. Exactly, exactly. And actually, when we come back from the break, Brie, we're going to touch on that a little bit more because I feel like that's a okay. big issue when it comes to communication, especially in the dating realm. So um, we're going okay. to go to a quick commercial break, um, and then we'll come back and we'll conclude this conversation in regards to bridging the gap in communication between men and women on She Said What. Talk to you in a bit.
more and stop slamming doors on issues that end up leaking tears on tissues. This is sentimental. Screaming loud, feel the pain, since rebuke. But no matter what you do, demons keep creeping on mute. What's up? This one, Mike from Simply Sports, and you're tuned in to the He Said What Radio Network. Support of people of color begins with support by people of color. Introducing Melanin People. Melanin People is a new, innovative new social media platform for people of color from all around the world. It's a place for us to interact, showcase our talent, express our passions, share our cultures, and do business, both locally and internationally. Download the Melanin People mobile app now. Connecting people of color. Hey, this is Rob Wells. I am the host of Your Purposeful Purpose podcast. I am a transformational speaker and coach. And let's not forget, serial entrepreneur. I help people live life with purpose, on purpose, by becoming the master designer of their lives. I want you to understand transformation because I went through a huge transformation myself after losing 150 pounds, teaching myself how to read and write at the age of 23 with a fifth grade education. I help people go through their own transformation, identify that purpose, identify that dream and break through every single roadblock in their way. You can get in touch with me by going to PurposefulPurpose.com. I can't wait to talk to you. Hey, welcome back. Welcome back. Happy Wednesday. Welcome back to She Said What. That song you just heard was Blood Ain't Thicker Than Water by Chris Davis, Mr. Foster, Will, and Ms. Barris. Um, 
Also, while the song was going on during the commercial break, we actually had someone who was commenting about the who's the better communicator between the sexes, and their comment was, I don't think there's a sex that communicates better than the other. I feel that men suck at communicating their feelings and women suck at taking emotions out of situations. It's all about understanding one another, and everybody communicates differently based on their traumas. That was from someone who actually commented during the commercial break. Uh, Bree, what's your, what's your thoughts on that? I, I actually agree with that. I didn't look at it that way because um, when you do think about it, men really do have a challenge in telling you how they feel. And I don't know if it's a fear of them the, them in vulnerability or them thinking that you're going to automatically assume that they're sensitive or they're weak because they're telling you how they feel. Um, but at the same time, um, I feel like also – women suffer from not being able to really communicate logically or with reason because we are so, we're so sensitive at times and we're so, a woman is supposed to be this way and girls are supposed to be little princesses. So, you know, we're Mm -hmm. raised on that's the standard for women. So it's like, like I said, balancing the two, you have to find some type of balance. Mm-hmm. And and I think a big issue is a lot of people are probably imbalanced in, in the communication field because you're absolutely right. Um, and I think also that comes back from trauma from adulthood, adulthood, um, childhood. I'm sorry as well because sometimes you may have had a household where the father said everything and his voice ruled, um, mm-hmm. and you probably were scared to communicate your feelings because you didn't know what negative connotations come behind it. So then, as an adult, you're communicating, and so you feel like someone is getting loud, you shut down. Or right. you're someone who's very combative, because I think sometimes we as men, we're we're quick to think someone's questioning our authority on stuff, um, and that mm-hmm. could be a battle in communication because a person probably is not even questioning. I'm probably trying to see if there's other options around the solution you're giving, and you may give up. Well, you're you're questioning everything I'm saying. I'm the man. I mean, I told you what I had to say, and it's like no, I just wanted there could be other options that can solve the question we're looking for. So all of those can play a part, um, especially I. I like the last part of it where they said based on their traumas, because you don't know what trauma a person may have when it comes to communication. Um, mm-hmm. And before we um, continue continue on this with Bree, for those who want to chime in, please dial 515-602-9647 and press the number one, and we can bring you on the line as well as we are talking about communi- bridging the gap in communication between men and women. Now, with right. the dating scene, Bree, let's 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 keep it a hundred. I the think dating we got a caller. Scene. We have a caller. Oh, okay. Yeah. Caller, caller. I'm so sorry. Thank you for tuning in <laughs> to She Said What. Can we please have your name? Hey, this is Erica. Hey, Bree. <laughs> hey, Erica. Hey, how are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I was going to add on to um, that comment that was made too. Oh, sure, sure. Um, yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was going to add, um, shoot, leave it to me to get a blank already. Okay, so my thing is how can you gauge what's, what's effective communication? Because you can think you're the best communicator out here, but if somebody's not understanding what you're saying, are you even a good communicator? Because so, you got to communicate oh. with people differently. Right. Oh, I didn't I think about it that way, Erica. Thousand, look, we're going to give Erica a hot round of applause because, honey, you got a good point right yeah. there. Yeah. 
Mm, that that yeah. is that is true because I can sit here and say all day I'm a good communicator because of how I talk and someone can really yeah. be like yo Alan you say this and I don't ever know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> oh oh man that who that mm. Bree I got I got a two on this one real quick. Yes you have I'm so glad you brought that up Erica you have those people who are so woke so super deep and you're like bro what the hell i just asked for directions to the gas station like if you can't adjust the way that you are able to communicate first of all i think a good communicator should be able to read the room and you could you should be able to tell what type of audience you have and adjust the way that you're speaking adjust you know the level of, of thinking so that nobody is feeling left out. That's just like you're not going to talk to a adult the way you would talk to a child. And mm-hmm. some people say you're not going to talk to a child the way that you would talk to an adult unless you're trying to really advance your child. But for the most part, you need to be able to identify your audience, and that goes for relationships too. Like in tonight's topic on um, the After After Show, we're talking about love languages. Maybe if you know your person's love language, that will help you in the way that you communicate with them so that they don't feel like you're you're trying to talk down to them or they just don't get it, like, at all. So that's a really good point. I, I, I love that you said that. Yep. Because I deal with people all day, every day at work, and it's it's a struggle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can imagine. Okay. Well, thank you. I like that. And Erica... Take credit for your comment. Please take credit for it. That was that was Erica's comment. Um, that Alan had read. That was all her, and I I couldn't agree more. Like you made very valid points. Exactly, exactly. But big up to you, Erica, because that that's actually you literally had me looking, and I'm like seriously thinking like how how is my communication betrayed across to other people? Mmm. Because you never okay. think about that, and you're and you're frustrated with people talking about they're not getting what you're saying, and at the end, they truly aren't getting what you're saying because you're talking, I'm talking the way I believe I should be understood and not the way someone else would be able to comprehend what I'm saying. Right. <laughs> mm. I definitely appreciate that, Erica. Definitely appreciate yes. that. And thank you for calling in tonight, Erica. No problem. I had to give my little two cents. I knew a little something about that. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot, Erica. We truly, truly appreciate it. Yes. No problem. Be good. You too, Erica. Bye. Erica with an amazing, amazing take. And actually, right behind yeah. her, we have a guest favorite. Um, RG is on the line. It looks like he has a question, too. RG, good evening. Good to have you Welcome here on She show, Said What. Sir. Good evening, my two favorite radio people is on the radio at the same time. This is beautiful. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Yeah, favorite right. What you got for what you got for us, RG? Because I already know you probably got a doozy for us. Uh-uh. Man, actually, I was just thinking, like it's got me critical, got a little critical thinking going. Where I'm thinking we should change the metrics on how we gauge people listen to us because. Just like with the process speed of a computer, some computers process fast, some process slow. So you can say something to somebody, they might not say a word to you, but their actions are ultimately going to tell you 
how much they actually retained of what you're saying. So mm. I think we should be more observant and less quick for response. Because I can say all the flossy words in the world, I can say all the MLs, I can say all the rap terms, but the actions that they do are ultimately going to, it's actually going to tell how much they actually listen to nor cared about what you have to say. Right. So yeah. sometimes I think it's, especially in a relationship, you know, because somebody say, take out the trash, I want to take it out every night at 7 o'clock. They say, all right. All right, it could be like, whatever. Or it could be like, cool, I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. So, True. you hear me? Yeah, I heard you. Tomorrow night, they might take it out at 6.30. The next night, they might like, forget that. I ain't taking this shit out at all. So, you have to be more level in your response and seeing what people's actions are and judging by that portion. Because, right. like, it's- cause remember, I've said this before, right? Men are analytical, and they don't like to tap into their feelings because their feelings have been weaponized in every form, shape of society to make you feel weak if you have emotions. So mm-hmm. dudes turn that off to survive. That's survival. Women yeah. are really good at moving the goalposts. We can be emotional, <laughs> and then they'll change the goalposts to make sure they're right. Because right. they are more yeah. in tune with their emotions, so they know how to manipulate them better. I don't mean that in a divisive way. That's the defense mechanism as itself. So you have to figure mm-hmm. out the person you're dealing with in the audience, like you said earlier. And, and it's funny. It's, no, you're good, RG. And it's funny with what you said um, because I saw a post the other day. Um, a gentleman had said um, his wife had asked him to take out the trash, and he grunted. And an hour later, she came back, and she was upset, saying, I actually take out the trash. And he said, yeah, I grunted and said, I want to do it. And she's like, I want it done right now. He was like, my grunt just means I acknowledge it, and it'll get done when I'm ready to get it done. And she literally was like, well, when I asked you to take out the trash, I meant to mm. take out the trash now. And he said, well, you should have said, babe, take out the trash now. And I would have took out the trash now. So it's, it's very interesting hearing that because you are correct. A grunt for a man can mean I'm going to do it now. I'm going to do it later. Heck, I may not do it until Friday, but I'm going to get right. it done eventually. So it, it is interesting how our the way we communicate with each other can Cause either issues or resolve issues when we communicate. Yeah, because I'm be honest. If you talk about the right now, that trash don't sit there. So I'm kind of looking at it. Who are you talking to? I'm, <laughs> so that's right. Oh, that trash don't sit there. I want you to do it right now. Okay. Well, um, who are you paying? So that's just gonna sit there. Yeah. Right. But see, you know, people communicate. That, that right there. That right there is a problem for me. Like, okay. The only person I'm sitting here telling I need the trash taken out right now is going to be my child. I'm not going to tell a grown man, you need to take it out right now. Like, if if it's that urgent, you can take it out right now. Like, as long as it's getting done, I mean, I can see if if you have flies and everything flying around or it just looks remotely nasty, then I would hope that I don't even have to tell you to take out the trash. I would hope that you that it needs to be taken out, but if I just want my man to do something, I feel like, okay, at least let me put it in the atmosphere and let me ask him, not tell him, let me ask him, hey, babe, can you take out the trash? And whatever his response is, that's what it is. Like, if you're nice to someone with your approach, chances are you're going to actually get a better result than you need to take out the trash right now. Because that's the thing that men complain about the most when it comes to women in relationships is the way that women talk to them. 
they don't want to feel like their mom is talking to them, like, at all. Boys already tune us out anyways as, as mothers, so maybe that's why guys are tuning women out, is how it's the approach. Yeah. And, but, you know, different strokes of different folks, though, too. Remember, some people may like to be treated like a tough cow. I don't know. But, you know, I just know yeah. the way I respond is different from the next person. So we have to gauge our mates and the people we rock with to see that we're, you know, being fair and kind of communicate on their level versus how we think we communicate. So. Right. Yeah, that's, that's that's true. That that's true. And I and I agree with RJ. Yeah, you ain't about to talk to me like I'm a child. But unfortunately, Mm-mm. in the battles with communication, that also comes up. A lot of men are quick to say they feel like they're being talked to like a child, and vice versa. Because I've heard women say the same thing that men will come off like they're their dad. So it, it it's it's very it's a very slippery slope when it comes to communication between men and women. Right. True. What's your favorite yeah, song? Before we uh, let RG, uh... I was gonna say. You heard me. Oh. <laughs> I, I was gonna say the only guys that I know that like a woman to talk to them like a child is those guys that like to dress up and wear those big diapers uh, and act like they a baby. That's about it. <laughs> Don't forget the dog collar. That, that's the only ones I know. Not that oh, I've met anybody that like dog that. Collar. By the way. Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, Mistress Bree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not Mistress Bree. I'm done. That's my one percent. That's my one percent. That was a good one, though, RG. We got to keep that one in the back, back pocket for a Bree next time. That's a good one right there, Mistress Bree. Oh, okay, okay. That's okay. All right, cool. yeah, I'm going to holler at Thank All right, RG. Thanks for coming on the show. Anytime, <laughs> Keith. He he makes That's he makes fun. an interesting point. Um, Bree, have have you ever seen or dealt with people where you had to check them for the way they communicated to you? Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I'm real quick to tell somebody you're not my father. Like, don't first first. first. I got to be so dramatic. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. First of all, what we're not going to do. You're not about to sit and talk to me like I'm I'm your child. Um, and second of all, you need to respect me. Like, yeah, you. I have had to check someone for the way that they came at me. And, um, you know, it, it was accepted. And sometimes people, people are not aware of what it is that they're doing until you say something to them. Or sometimes people are not aware that you don't roll like that. And everyone doesn't roll like that until you say something to them. So mm. it could just be innocent. That that's that's actually very interesting, and it's it's. I feel like there's so many layers when it comes to communication, especially in the dating realm. Um, mm-hmm. And matter of fact, before we before we conclude the show, Bree, when it comes to, and I think this is a serious serious topic, communicating when dealing with rejecting or rejecting a person. Um, I feel like that's a big communication, especially I know the brothers say, well, Alan, you're coming at us. But I feel like for men, we have to learn to to read the room when it comes to the dating game. Because I tell everybody, no is no when it comes. If she says no, that's the end of the conversation. If she doesn't want your number or give out her number, that's the end of the conversation. 
Uh, but we're uh-huh. learning. We're learning right. that it's it's not the end of the end of, end of the conversation. It's becoming a, a deadly game for women when it comes to right. communicating um, that they're not interested in a person's advances. Um, for you, Bree, or even for your circle that's with you, have you ever had to kind of create parameters um, to protect yourself when communicating that you're not interested in a in a gentleman's advances, or to, um, you have to communicate that you're not interested in his advances? Um. So I have had I have had to check guys on their approach to my homegirls actually. Um, I had a guy where my we, me and my homegirl were, um, we pulled up to these two dudes. We was talking to them and stuff. We had to know them. We were in the parking lot, and I'm talking to one. She's talking to the other, and she's telling the dude, no, I'm good, I'm straight. And he's trying to pull her out of my car by her leg. Like, he, he's literally he oh, wow. got the car door open, and he's trying to pull her out. And, like, like I said, there's a balance. Like, I channeled my inner Dragon Ball Z, and I'm like, bro, first of all, what the, what the F do you think you're doing? Like, and I learned that they were from up north, and I told him, listen, I was in North Carolina at the time. I said, listen, you already know if we was back home, you wouldn't even be doing this because you know that we don't go for this. So why are you trying to do that down here? If the chick said no, the chick said no, leave it alone. Um, and, of course, he wanted to then come over to my side and confront me, which I was just perfectly fine with it. Um, but nowadays, you can't really do that. Because you're going to catch a hot one to the face. Like, dudes are yeah. shooting chicks now. So it's really scary. Mm-hmm. So now, personally, me, I'm a lie and tell you I'm into chicks um, or uh, I'm into chicks. I'm, I'm going to tell you I'm, 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 a, I'm a lesbian. Like, in hope it's that funny, that's though. You're not the only. Push you away. And, and it's interesting because you're not the only person I've heard say that. I have quite a few uh, women friends that have said they have res- resorted to that response when dealing yeah. with men. Um, yeah. And I actually had one friend, like, I saw a meme about it where um, there was, like, guy tried to talk to me and I said I was a dude, but I actually have friends who said they've actually said that um, to get guys not to deal with them. And I've, I've been like, yo, is it really that bad when it comes to how men are, are handling the communication of rejection when women say no to them? Yeah, yeah. And the sad part about it is even saying that, can get you shot in the face, like, because mm-hmm. it's still rejection at the end of the day. I would never, ever try and be like, well, I'm, I'm really a man, because I know how the transgenders, how they are, are not openly accepted by people and what they go through. Mm-hmm. So it's like mm-hmm. you, you really don't know what – you just got to hope that that person was having a good day and that their mom taught them it's okay, not every woman is going to want you – and you're good, or they got some good homeboys around them that's not going to coach them on to doing any type of physical violence to you. Yeah, man, that's true. It, it's a scary scenario. Um, and for those who are listening, fellas, please, 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 when it comes to communication, we still got to understand to respect the ladies' boundaries, um, whether they want our advances or not. Because um, like Bree said, it's definitely scary out there for the ladies um, when it comes to men acting them out. And I, and I know some guys are probably saying, well, what about the fellas? Um and men may have had that experience as well. Um, I've always told people I've never had to worry about getting shot for telling a young lady no, um, for hitting, right, hitting on yeah. me or anything like that. So, so ladies, please be careful out there. Um, fellas, please make sure, like Bree said, please think of them as if it was your mom or your sister. You, you wouldn't want nobody right. responding to your mom or sister like that, so you don't need to respond to them either like that. 
Um, but before we leave, of course, you know how we ended on. I wanted said to what. say something um, quickly. Yeah, I wanted to say ahead, so um, because I know that it's it's not always women being the victims. Guys actually do fall into situations like that because you have women out here that are setting guys up to get robbed, mm, um, and sometimes okay. that whole setup can end up in a murder, like with a murder. So guys need to be careful just as much as women need to be careful because they're in chicks. We need to make sure that, listen, we're not out here setting folks up because that's somebody's son, that's somebody's father, that's somebody's brother or uncle, grandson, whatever. Like, get money the right way, okay? Don't don't be naive and allow someone to really talk you into doing something that you already know morally is wrong. Like, leave mm-hmm. folks alone, period. That's a fact. That's a fact. That's a fact. Um, and appreciate those wise words, Bree. And, of course, you know how we do at the end. The floor is yours before we cut. Uh, so you know how we do, Bree. Please, please give your information, anything you're doing new. Also, guys, you do not want to miss out at 9.05 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's the After After Show with our lovely Bree on Instagram. Um, and I'll give you that information after Bree drops her information off for you guys as well. Bree, floor is yours. Yes. So thank you so much, Alan. It's so interesting to be on this side of uh, the world. So, you guys, um, you can find me on um, all social media. My name is Simply Bree, and that's S-I-M, as a Michael, P-L-E-E, and then Bree is B-R-E-E. If you find me across any dating sites, I'm field researching. Do not bother me. Leave me alone. Um, but for the most part, um, I am social. You know, I do converse with people. So if you slide in the DMs, we can have a conversation. I'm all about bigging up small business owners, athletes, entrepreneurs, uh, motivational speakers. I'm always doing something. So um, check me out tomorrow. Um, information is on He Said What Radio. I'm sorry, He Said What Network on Instagram. I am interviewing Will with an exclamation, a very dope artist down here in Atlanta, and uh, we're going to be interviewing live. The link is actually on the profile for He Said What Network. So go to YouTube. You'll be able to check us out. Um, He Said What Network on YouTube is the channel. And, um, yeah, send me a message. Let me know what you think about the show. Let me know, you know, did you agree? Did you disagree? Do you have any other points that you want to add in? And, um, yeah, let's get it. I'm, that's it. Thank you. Thank you for having me on, Alan. Awesome, Bree. Thank you for being on here. It's always amazing to have you on here with us, guys. Um, like I wanted to remind you guys, you can jo- join us on Instagram tonight on our He Said What Network page as Bree is going live for the After After Show, which will be at 9.05. I just want to remind everybody as well that this Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time is Let's Connect with P's Intuition. On Mondays, it's on uh, Simply Sports with One Mike, RG, and Simply Bree at 8, uh, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. On Tuesdays, we have He Said What with Simply Bree at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And then last but not least, on Wednesdays, of course, you have She Said What with myself and our guest of the hour at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Next week, we will be talking about healing from childhood trauma. Please make sure you pin your calendars for that. That is going to be an amazing talk. Of course, once again, that title will be talking about healing from childhood trauma. want everybody to enjoy their Wednesday. As always, it's such a blessing to have you guys here to listen with us. Looking forward to having you join us on Sunday 
throughout the week as well to tune into the different shows. And I will talk to everybody next Wednesday at 8 p.m. Central Eastern Standard Time for She Said What. Have an amazing Wednesday and an amazing week. Be blessed. Thank you for supporting the He Said What Radio Network. Please be sure to check out the website where you can find more of our shows on sports coverage, music showcases, and entertainment. Are you interested in giveaways? Sign up today to receive special members-only giveaways by visiting www.hesaidwhatnetwork.com now.